Welcome to the JK Sports Podcast. I am Juan. And I'm Kyle. And we're uh, here. How you doing, Kyle? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. National <laughs> Championship game is on. Hard not to be doing well. It you is. Know? It's good. It's Fired up. Last game of the year for the NCAA. Two good teams. You got Coach O grumbling before the game. You got Dabo sounding dorky as ever. What's not to like? Yeah, I mean, two teams that are Tigers that everybody... How many Tigers jokes have you heard today? Well, in my office setting isn't big on this kind of stuff, so it's it's been very limited today. And maybe sports in general, you would say? Yeah, yeah. I don't... Not a lot of sports talk going on in, where, in my office. Yeah. Maybe, you know, we need to change that. Maybe we need to get them, get them on the podcast or get them, you know, always looking for new listeners. I would love to get one of my coworkers on the podcast. <laughs> it would be super interesting. The uh, turns we would take would just derail the entire podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, National Championship Day, you know, it's uh, Clemson, LSU. It's a good game. Um, Clemson here again. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited. Do you feel that these are clearly the two best teams in the country? LSU yeah. and Clemson. Yes. Um, the only other one I would throw up there was if Alabama had Tua. So not Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I think Ohio State was a good team. I go back to I, I was... I wish that two had wouldn't gotten hurt, and our top four teams in the playoffs were Ohio State, Clemson, LSU, and Alabama. Right. Because those four were the, clearly the best teams the whole year. And then when Tua got hurt, it's just like the level of those four from like the next group is just a it's a huge gap. Yeah. No, I agree. And you could tell from just Oklahoma. I was, you know, they're saying earlier, David Pollock's like, I think any team that would have played Oklahoma either LSU, Clemson, or Ohio State would have destroyed Oklahoma like LSU did. Agreed. I I don't disagree with that. I I think the two best teams in the country are playing. I think Ohio State is a great team, but these two teams are just... I mean, I was listening today on the radio on the way home from work, and some I I don't know who I was listening to, but somebody was rattling off all of the draft picks, all of the projected draft picks on both sides of the ball, and it was incredible. The number of picks, and a lot of them aren't eligible this year to go into the draft. You know, take Trevor Lawrence for example. He's he's a good example. He'll be the number one pick next year. Um, but I mean, it was there's probably 20, 20 draft picks. Yeah, that was a big play there by the Tigers. <laughs> by the Tigers, <laughs> big play by the Tigers. This is good live audio. This is great live yeah. audio. I wish you guys could could join us from it. But no, I'm I'm glad these two teams are playing right now. I I am personally cheering for LSU. Um, number one, I want the SEC to win. Number two, I strongly dislike Dabo Sweeney. Um, and number three, I don't want I want to see another team win other than Clemson or Alabama anyway. Didn't you choose LSU to win the national championship before the year? I had him in the playoff. Did I pick him to win? I think I did pick him to win, actually. I thought that was why also you would, you were picking him. Well, I mean, I'm brilliant. You got an LSU color shirt on. I did that on yeah. purpose. I was at a, I was at families before this. 
they created a bunch of kids. They created the Tiger's Den. Obviously, the two tigers are playing. They My, have a like, uh, little basement. Tiger? You know, Mike the Tiger? No. The Tony? Yeah. FSU played in Tony the Tiger Bowl. That's not... Yeah, that, that's a that's a thing. Great work, FSU. Daniel the Tiger. Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Yeah, and I one of my nephew's name is Daniel, whose house was just out. Shout out to him, creating the yeah. Tiger's Den. But he wants big the listener. He's Tiger. a big listener of the podcast. Listener. No, we, we actually <laughs> talked about the podcast while we were there. So hopefully they tune in. He's he's getting a shout out. But uh, yeah, so they we we were over there, and he wants he's a big Clemson fan, wanting Clemson to win. So I had to wear a yellow shirt to rep LSU, mainly just to give him a hard time. Someone was telling me about Clemson. It's like, what, before Dabo Sweeney, can you even, could you even spell Clemson or knew anything about their football team? Have they had any good Yeah, they won players? in 81, right? I'm pretty sure they won the national championship in 81. 81? I'm pretty sure. I it thought was in 1980, Georgia won it. It's, yeah, I said 1981. So, like, they're the, they're relevant. Except yeah. Clemson has won more recently. Correct. Well, Which would... goes back to my, Georgia has always been, everybody says that Georgia is a good team. I'll, I'll give you this topic. Um, they think that LSU, somebody made the comment that they want LSU to win this game, as a Gator fan, they want LSU to win this game because they feel that LSU is kind of the equal to Florida in the SEC West. So in that sense, is they're never really down. They may have a couple bad years, but they're not like a Tennessee. They're not a Kentucky. They're not a Vanderbilt. Like they're always a quarterback away from from being a good team. Um, yeah, they may have a, a a bad year, but it's never like three, four, five in a row. Like right. Tennessee. Right. Tennessee does. It's just it, it depends. And my argument, with Florida was. Well, you know, Florida did have a couple four-win seasons in the span of four years. No, they had one four-win season. Two. No, they didn't have two. They they did not have two four-win seasons. Are you kidding me? No. Muschamp went four and eight. Are you sure? And McIlwain in his last year. Are you sure Muschamp went four and eight? I don't think that's right. There's no way that's right. They lost to Georgia Southern, Kyle. I don't know. He I don't went four it. and eight. I don't believe. I refuse to believe it. That's I get, not I part of the point. I, I, I've blocked it out of my memory. Okay. <laughs> forget forget about that. Okay. Right. 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 But I'm saying, you know, they're they're similar teams from each division. What what are your thoughts on that? No. That that's a dumb. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Why? I don't like anything about it. I don't. I I guess I don't understand the similarities really. I. LSU's got to go up against Alabama every year and play against them. I mean, Alabama's like this looming giant. I feel like the SEC East has ebbed and flowed the past, call it, 30 years. And between Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, you know, the three of them have essentially battled for the East for the most part. Missouri. Yeah, okay, they had a two-year stretch. (laughs) You know, South Carolina, you know, one or two years. But, I mean, for the most part, you have three teams. You know, the West has been predominantly dominated. Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, because you've got Alabama, LSU, Auburn, really. The other teams are kind of there, you know. I mean, I guess it's similar. 
I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Did you I don't, just I don't, fuck yourself? No, not really. I, I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to decide what these similarities are. I feel like it's completely different schools. I feel like it's completely different. No, I'm not buying this. I mean, I don't like LSU by any means. I think their fans are horrible. The worst. And um, the only worst fans are Miami fans. Fact. But um, it's it's right there. It's Miami and LSU fans, top two fan bases that I I do not like. The, 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 the big difference between Miami and LSU fans is at least LSU fans like have a good time the right way. And you could tailgate with them for, I don't know, like 15 minutes. Miami fans, you just don't want any part of at any time ever throughout the year. Yeah, that's true. So Muschamp went 4-8, and eight, just to let you know, and McElwain went 4-7. Yeah, I blocked that out of my the, memory. The hurricane uh, yeah. year. Not prime Gator fan time, but, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, Scott, what do you want to chat about, man? What, what, what's been on your mind recently on this college football playoffs or or the, the college football season coming up? Oh, college coming up. Yeah, oh, is man. it too early to talk about no, next I, year? You know, it's funny you say that. We actually had this conversation early this morning um, on a run with a couple guys. I was saying I, I feel like I never get excited about a college football season before one's currently over. Um, but I am for, for Florida. I think they're, you know, recruiting has gotten so mainstream it's on social media you know so you i feel like i know more now than i have before with recruits um and just knowing the recruits coming in the ones switching schools there's all these transfers now it's made it way more entertaining um and i'm excited i'm i'm picking florida to win the sec east already go to atlanta and go to the playoffs next year yeah why not, right? They, they got it. All they have to do is really beat Georgia. True or false, Kyle Trask is the best returning quarterback in the SEC next year. I know where you're going with this. Stats-wise, he is, right? Because Tua's leaving, Joe Burrow's leaving, and he was number three in passing completion and mm-hmm. I think QBR, whatever they call it these days. Right. Um, so statistically Fromm's speaking, out. yeah. Fromm's Fromm, gone. Yeah, but I think Kyle Trask had a better statistical season than... Jake yeah, Tom. I'm just I, anyway. So I and I think you know the more experience you give him, the better he's gonna get. So here's a question that I saw: Would you rather have Florida hyped, like have a lot of hype going into the season, or just be under the radar? <laughs> um, so I typically approach things very cautiously, optimistic. Um, I feel like I'm a half glass, glass half, half full, full. guy. Um, but you certainly want to be cautious with it. I don't get too high, too low. Um, but except it, for Tiger Woods. Except for Tiger Woods. There, <laughs> Tiger Woods in the Masters. There's an exception to every rule. There's an exception <laughs> to every rule. Um, Tiger's one of them. But man, it is hard not to be excited. I, I no, I think hype's a good thing because it's been a long time since there's been hype around the Florida program. I think it's needed, um, regardless of what happens. I think it's a good thing. Um, so yeah, look, give me the hype. Don't, don't fly under the radar. You've done it for too long. Yeah, it, it is fun to do that. I think we're just accustomed to a couple years of bad coaching and two years of going four and eight right. and four and seven. Right. And I remember Dan Mullen saying what he thought about UF 
you know, and whether it was a mess or not before he got it. And he, he was very diplomatic, but he ultimately he said, you know, I think it was just a team that was very bipolar. You know, it's like they've been to two SEC East Championship, two SEC Championship games, but they've also had two four-win seasons in the span of, like, five years. Right. So it was a team that, like, really didn't know how to consistently win or that Gator standard that he always talks about or any school major program will say, you know, this is the standard that we want to live up to, consistency and, and play for championships. So I think it's, in, in my mind, I always want to be, like you you say, cautiously optimistic because it's like, oh, man, like, is Florida back? Like, <laughs> when do we say they're back? Right. right. And we, we thought they were back. I, I really thought, my heart was broken, Kyle. The first year Jim McElwain came to Florida, Will Greer, Four and five and the great game at versus Ole Miss, Ole Miss in yep. the swamp. Yep. Top top team, you know. We we went to the SEC championship. Even though we lost that next year, I was like, "This is it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna have a great quarterback. We have a good coach." Right. And it was just slowly deteriorating. So sad. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm part of me is scared. I. I I don't want to. I don't want to love again, Kyle. <laughs> right? Because yeah. is Dan Mullen gonna let me down? I have my. I have my concerns about Dan Mullen. I did some research on Dan Mullen since our last podcast. What'd you find? Okay. While he is a great coach and deserves everything he's done, you know he. I don't know if he ever. I don't think he beat Ole Miss. He did beat Ole Miss, but his record what, versus so them. So what? Who cares? That was his biggest rival. When they were there, um, Hugh Freeze, right? They had great teams. He was not, he was not beating them. Is this what could happen against Georgia? He right? could. He could. It he, could. I, I'm that not could be the to, hurdle. I mean, it's been. But wouldn't you say that these last two years, I mean, with especially with what he inherited, hasn't has it not been impressive? Wouldn't you feel like it's only going to get better as he gets his players? For his system, uh, I agree. So, yeah, I mean, sure. There's there's always going to be doubts. I mean, what? But you're also comparing Mississippi State versus Florida. Let's be honest. The recruiting there, I mean, that's apples and oranges comparisons. I don't feel like that's even in the same conversation to have. I I, I don't know. I don't think like of, it. What do you think about um, Mike Leach? Coming to the SEC. Can, can you, let, let's take a moment. Let's take a More moment cowbell. and reflect on the fact that we are going to have Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach in the SEC in together. In the same state. In the same state, same conference, same SEC media days, the Egg Bowl. This is fantastic. This makes me so excited. I don't like either team. I don't care about either team. But, man, all I want to do is watch press conferences with the two of them. Or really watch a press conference with Mike Leach and follow Lane's uh, Twitter account. Yeah. And I was trying to pull up something of, you know, who... Like, if you look at the SEC West coaches, I mean, pretty darn good, right? So yeah. you're going to have Saban. You're going to have... Um, Coach Gus, O. Coach O. Mm-hmm. Coach Malzahn. Lane. Mike Leach. Now you have Sam Pittman, um, the Arkansas coach, the who came over from Georgia, offensive line, and he's already made. He seems like a 
weird guy. Yeah, they're, they're, Arkansas is going to have a really, really tough time competing in that division. But I think he's the perfect guy for Arkansas. Like, he's a strange, strange guy, offensive lineman. I yeah. think he'll do a good job there. Um, and, and it'll make him competitive, but... Yeah. I, I think, you know, with Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin, they're going to win eight games a year, you know, give or take every year. You know, some day, some seasons they'll win nine, some they'll go down to seven. Um, you know, they might have a great year and win ten. They're, they'll, but every year they will win a game that they shouldn't. Every single year. They'll beat a Bama, they'll beat an LSU. A Florida? And, yeah, I mean that that those are the types of games. I mean, Florida goes to Ole Miss next year. Those are the types of games that they'll win, but then they'll lose to you know Kentucky, Arkansas, ones where you're scratching your head, um, and that's what'll happen. But it'll make the league way more interesting. It'll be exciting. It will be exciting. I'm fired up. Do you think uh, so? You're you're calling Mississippi State wins like eight games. Yeah, yeah, I mean, call it, uh, give them seven. I don't know what their team looks like with their What was that stat that you uh, said about Mike Leach teams uh, last year? Oh, man. They threw like 70% of the time? Yeah, it was some bizarre stat. Mississippi State threw the ball like 39% of the plays last year, which was one of the lowest, and Mike Leach's team threw it the most, and it was like 70 Over 70%. or something. I mean, it was some obnoxious number. It was like... It was either 35 or 40% um, percent difference, and super bizarre. So, I mean, Mississippi State fans are in for a shock, I think in a good way, but just a completely different style of football. Yeah. That's that's a lot of throwing. Did you, uh, fun fact, did you know that I met Mike Leach? He's good buddies with Chris Dorian, right? I met him here in Ocala. I have a picture with with Mike Leach. How did that happen? How did that come about? He came down to Ocala to play the um, with Brady Ackerman and Chris Storing and the famous uh, Gator punter Chaz Henry. Right. And I think they were playing at the Golden Ocala um, some tournament. Okay. That Brady Ackerman used to host. Right. Yep. Um, out there. So he was in town for that. Um and he was just enjoying the nightlife out there with um he's with somebody the, with the I would love to have a drink with. I did. He was fantastic. He talked about he he was unemployed at that time, so he still wasn't even at Washington State. Man. Um there's rumors, you know, we're talking about possibly going down to Miami. That being the head coach of Miami cuz they didn't have what, a coach. What did back he say? Then. Was he interested? I mean, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't a journalist back then. <laughs> My journalistic right, career. Right, You're well was, respected uh, media member now. Started, so I I didn't want to, I don't want to give away sources like that all right. the time. But he definitely said they got a lot of good ball players, and he'd always be interested. Man, you could have had a drink with a living. He might be the next Coach O. Give him two, three, four years. Mississippi State. See, be running I, the table. I think that. You bring a good point, but I think that Coach O now, Lane, and Mike Leach, though, especially Mike Leach and Lane, I think a little more refined now because they've had, they've been head coaches now for so long that at first they want to make the big splash. They want to say all these crazy things in the media sure. and the bulletin board. But I, I, I think they've, they've learned the fine line of just not being completely boring and not giving 
bulletin material to other teams. Don't you feel like Lane kind of... Like, Mike Leach doesn't talk about the other team. He, he yeah. more talks about his team, which is fantastic. Lane kind of lets it rip, I feel like. He does, but I think it's it's carefully constructed, though. I think he just tries to bring a lot of hype to his school. Sure. Um, and his players. Uh, I think early on, you know, when he was at... I mean, his first... Not his first head coaching job, but when he came back to college at Tennessee... He was like going over Urban Meyer, and he said, "You know, can't wait to dance, sing Rocky Top in the swamp when we bring right. Urban Meyer." And he hadn't even coached the game yet. Right. I think those kind of antics, I bet Nick Saban kind of beat out of him when he was the offensive coordinator, and he's probably learned a do little bit on that. Do you think he learned, or do you think it's going to bring it out even more? Because I feel like he almost resents Saban for his style of coaching and management. No, I've I've followed um. Lane a lot on Twitter, and he stands up a lot for Nick Saban in a lot of interviews he does, talks about how, you know, Saban is the greatest coach um, out there and that he learned so much from him. And Well, I'm sure he did. Um, has nothing but respect. I, I don't I – don't, I, I truly do think that Lane has learned some more stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's still going to be a great head coach, but I do think he's changed. It's deep, man. I'm it proud is. of you. Yeah. <laughs> Giving somebody a, a fifth chance. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> is it a fifth chance? What, what are his other... Uh... Oakland Raiders, Oakland Tennessee, Raiders. USC, Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Fifth chance. Come on now. Has he been successful wherever he's been? But I He mean, hasn't been a dumpster Can you argue fire. about that in the NFL... Uh, no, nobody's NFL, been a head coach five different places. Oh, hold on. In the NFL, they just... No, I guess they don't get five chances in the NFL. Five's a lot. But they just recycle the same coaches over and over. I don't know, man. Five's a lot. I like Lane. I, I'm going to preface all of this with I like Lane, but I think he is what he is. I think at some point, you just you are what you are. I think to Mississippi, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to recruit in the West against these other teams and throughout the rest of the SEC. It's going to be difficult. I think he'll be good. He won't be great. Um, Eight-win team. They're going to walk that line. Walk the line. Well, speaking of, uh, we talked a little about you know, NFL coaches. Let's talk about the NFL. NFL playoffs is going on right now, Kyle. Can we talk about the games this weekend. Let's talk about them. Which ones you want to? Which ones you want to talk about? I don't even know. So, two super bizarre games. First of all, the Ravens game, which was, I feel like, ninety-eight percent of America's pick to win the Super Bowl, just got steamrolled. I it they look like a completely different team. But I'm gonna go back to my theory on quarterbacks. What's your theory? And my theory, uh, and again, there's. I, I realize there's an exception to everything, but a running quarterback, there is 0% chance, excuse me, there is 1% chance that they can sustain an entire year and win a Super Bowl. It's just not feasible. It's just, it, it cannot happen. It's proven itself again. Lamar's going to have to change his game if the Ravens are going to be true Super Bowl contenders. You don't think that was contenders. coaching? 
like he threw the ball he threw the ball 49 times right okay. in that game that is that's not a good game plan when your star I mean but they you were know they that. got behind so early they they were they got behind so but that's okay but that that kind of proves my point though with what you just said so they get behind early he, they have to throw it 49 times okay but because he's a running quarterback, he's not a natural passer. He's not a, a passing quarterback. They can't make up that ground. And he's just not built for that. That's not what the Ravens are built for. They're a run-first team, a great defense. Um, you know, you need to have a quarterback that can mount some type of comeback. And that's not Lamar Jackson's game. Is he fun to watch? Absolutely. He might be the most fun quarterback to watch in the league. But they're not going to win a Super Bowl with him, not playing like he is currently. Yeah, I mean, but let's talk about some of the quarterbacks that were on display this weekend, though. Speaking of quarterbacks that can mount quite a comeback, Patrick Mahomes. That was good. It was insane. That that was the most bizarre first half of football I've ever watched. You know, and I was actually ruined a little bit. Um, well, I wanted a good game, but Deshaun Watson, he's a good quarterback too. Yeah. And I would say he's learning a little bit more of how to throw rather than run. Yeah. Um, he reminds me a little bit more of Russell Wilson. Yes. Russell Wilson is an extremely effective runner, but he's not run first by any means. Yeah. He runs Talk about necessity. how good – I mean, Russell Wilson was, I think, the only reason that the Seahawks even had a chance against the Packers. They had no offense. I would agree. And it was like they could not run the ball, and it was him basically running the ball. Marshawn Lynch is brought out of retirement, who hasn't done anything for two years other than eat Skittles and film like goofy, you know, TV shows. Which are great. Oh, I <laughs> love fantastic. Marshawn Lynch. He's hilarious. He's amazing. But the fact that he is your running back, that says, I mean, that tells you all you need to know right there. And they, they were the number four like rushing team in the NFL. Correct. Like granted, but that was with two good Chris running Carson, backs. Right? And Penny. Penny Hardway? Yeah. <laughs> Penny Hardway Jr. Little Penny. Remember Little Penny? I do remember Little Penny. Yeah. Not that Penny. Rashad Penny. Yeah. Yeah, so I yeah, they probably I don't want to say they shouldn't have been there, but they I, I feel like it was a very fitting exit for them. Um they shouldn't have made it any further. and they, But do you feel like Green Bay is a top four team in the NFL? The, I think they've, they've always had a good defense this year is what surprised me the most. You know, their offense wasn't really that great right. in the beginning of the year, but their defense was strong. And so I always thought if they could get their offense rolling, I mean, with Aaron Rodgers, they're going to they're gonna be legit. Um but no, I still don't think their offense is that great. Yeah. From for they, I don't know. They're they're not the typical Green Bay team. They're like, man, look at all those explosive players. Look what they got. These guys can can score. Like if you think of the Super Bowl, if the Super Bowl was the Packers Chiefs, like do I really think um, the Packers could get in a shootout? No. With Pat, like Aaron Rodgers gonna shoot no. out with Patrick Mahomes? I think he could if he had. Randall Cobb back in the year, back in the day, and Jordy Nelson and those players in their prime. Sure. But yeah. with how the teams are currently um, 
built right now, no. Yeah. No, I agree. I really want to see 49ers Chiefs. I think that would be just awesome. See, but the more I watch the 49ers, the more I'm like, they're not the sexy team that I thought. Like, of passing all the time. They're just, like, running. Their defense is strong. But I like it, though. For some reason, I like it. Like, it's such a contradiction to all the other teams this year that have been, you know, the big story, the Chiefs, the Ravens, you know, these high-flying offenses. And they're, I mean, it is a grinded out, you know, defense. Joey Bosa is fun to watch. Dude, they're crazy. The, the end. Yeah. But speaking of fun to watch is the Titans and Mike Grable. He is Come great. on, man. Like, he, I, I I'm really liking him. <laughs> he he is a big boy. Yeah. I don't know. I like his demeanor just on the sideline. Yeah. He looks like a no BS, kind of have fun. Chris Collinsworth, I was watching the game, and he says, kind of summed up perfect, like, these guys almost have like a WWF or WWE like mentality. They're just kind of right. like these a lot of weird personalities. They talk a lot of junk, but they're they're like I don't know. They're tough minded. Yeah. Hard headed. Yeah. It, I like it. They take their personality, and I think that's just like Vrabel. And right. I, and, and which made me look at Vrabel highlights <laughs> from his playing career. Dude. He had so I think he had a touchdown. In every single Super Bowl yeah. he played. Yeah, as a linebacker. As a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forgot how many times like they used them. I guess just because yeah. I was younger or whatever, but they used them all the time on offense. No, I'm I'm a big fan of Vrabel. And, you know, the Titans, they're very similar to the Packers. It's like, all right, you guys shouldn't be here. I mean, even less than the Packers. They shouldn't be there. They should not be playing the championship game. But I love the fact that they are. I love it. And I hope they play the Chiefs tough. I don't think they can beat them, but I hope they make it a good game. I don't want to see them in the Super Bowl. No? No, I'm not, not ready Tannehill? for that. Tannehill? No. Does this no prove, I'm happy for Tannehill. Does this prove that Adam Gaze was a horrible coach? Or that the Miami Dolphins were a horrible organization? Or both? I think it just... The, the, Dolphins, are, the Dolphins are in the same... Like breath as the Browns and the Jags. I mean, they're. Have the Dolphins, since Shula's left, been relevant in any way, shape, or form? When Dan Marino was there. After Dan Marino, let's just say that. They have but they been. weren't. But Dan Marino, okay, I feel like Dan Marino is a, an extremely overrated football player. He Excuse might, me? He might be one of the most overrated football players of all time. He was. Have you ever seen his stats? I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying... Uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he's extremely overrated. He made one Super Bowl in which he didn't win. His playoff record is horrific. He that's ne- not his fault. I don't know, man. For such good stats... Uh, if today, if that were... Some, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the equivalent of that today. But if somebody did that today, they'd be ripped apart. So on a scale of Jim Harbaugh overrated. Okay. To who's somebody that really isn't overrated at all? Nick Saban. Right. Well, yeah. What? So wait, what are, what are we going? Jim Harbaugh overrated. Jim Harbaugh's overrated. Can we just say yeah. that he's an overrated no, coach? No, I, I good, agree. Good coach will give you eight to ten wins. Right, right. But 
he's not proven anything so far that he can win his division, win his conference, and or even compete in the playoffs. He took a team to a Super Bowl. In college. We're talking college. Okay. Just college college coach Jim Harbaugh. Okay. Currently right now. Okay. For his salary. So we're just going to establish that he's overrated. Oh, I, I, yeah, he's definitely overrated. So... Where was I going with it? Where, who was that? I, I don't know. What are, Dan Marino is what we're talking about. Is he on that level of overrated? Because uh, Dan Marino would have won you a Super Bowl. Well, he didn't. He went once, and that was like his rookie year. Right. I mean, you got to get some help there. Like, Peyton Manning went to the Super Bowl three times and is, would you say, one of the he best quarterbacks? He went four times and won twice. Four times. He went twice four times and won twice. He lost against the Saints and lost against the Seahawks. Won against the Panthers and won against... The Bears. The Bears. Yes. He, too, I mean, that's pretty two impressive. Two. Yeah, but those team the the fourth one was not Peyton Manning was the defense. Took him there, man. Because his stats team. are way better than Dan Marino's. Oh my God, you, you you're not you're not reasonable. Are whose stats are better? Who has the better? Yes, stats? he has more. Peyton Manning has more touchdowns. And, and yards. And yards. I got and him. wins. You can't. What, what what other stats do we want to compare? QBR. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you trying to tell me that you think Dan Marino is a better quarterback than Peyton Manning? No. I'm not saying that. So what, what are we going I'm, for here? What I'm saying is that Dan Marino is not overrated. That He's overrated. I, I believe – I think that you're giving him – you're not giving him a fair shot and that it's not his fault that he didn't win a Super Bowl. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's, or, it's the Miami Dolphins organization. I don't disagree with that. I think their organization is a train wreck. Is a train wreck. I don't want to put them in the same realm as the Jags and Browns because that's on a completely different scale. But it is the next tier. They're in the Jets tier. Oh, man. Them and the Jets are in the same realm. Speaking of, the Jags released your boy. Who's my boy? Um, Minshew. Gardner. That's okay. He'll go somewhere where he can get some more love. Where he can be more appreciated. More, like what team? I don't know. The Bucks. Bucks need him. Get rid of Jameis. He's a joke. Get him out of here. Do you remember who your Super Bowl picks were? Yep. I picked in all Pennsylvania. Philly? Super Bowl. Philly and Pittsburgh. Yep, I picked I picked uh, Philly and Pittsburgh. I picked the Chiefs and Saints, I believe. I think that's with right. With the Chiefs winning. Chiefs so were I still a good have ball. A, I still have a, a shot at this. Yeah. Um, even though early in the year, I would have said I, I don't really see the Chiefs winning. Right. But I don't know. Who would have thought the Titans are going to be up this close? No. Well, now that we're here, who's what, what do you think is going to happen? Give me your conference winners and the Super Bowl winner. 
I mean, I think the favorites are Chiefs and 49ers. Um, I might stick with that. Chiefs, although... I'm going to go Chiefs-Packers in the Chiefs. I mean... Because there's something about Aaron Rodgers going and playing San Francisco again. I mean, they 49ers blew San Francisco out, but... You mean, I mean Green Bay? Green Bay out. I don't know if I see that twice. I, I don't think there's any way they're beating the 49ers. I think it's 49ers-Chiefs. I like the two favorites, but I'm going to go 49ers. Two reasons. Number one... It's kind of the Giants-Patriots discussion we were talking about uh, before. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to be by far the favorite. I think the 49ers are legit. They're going to shock people. And I think Garoppolo's got a little Brady in him. He's going to come up big in the big game. It's happening. 49ers. Um, I I would agree with all of those, except... That their coach is Kyle Shanahan, and he was single-handedly the reason why the Falcons lost to the Patriots when they were up twenty-eight to three. If you're gonna give Lane Kiffin a fifth chance, you're not gonna give my boy Shanahan a second chance. I do like his flat bill hat that he wears. He's uh, a good coach, man. Yeah, say what you want about that game. I don't disagree with that. People learn, but you know who also was the quarterbacks coach of that team. Matt LeFleur. Really? The coach for Green Bay. That's interesting. I didn't realize he was there at that time. Yeah, that's his boy. Well. So I think um I think they're both choke artists. <laughs> they might be. So wait, so the two choke artists going head to head, you're picking Green Bay, huh? They're they're less of a choke. I I really think that um the 49ers will win. I'm I'll go with the favorite. But I would like to see Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. I think that's a better story. I just don't want to watch Green Bay in it. I, it no, this is nothing against Rodgers, but I just they're not a team that I want to watch in the Super Bowl. Nothing about them I want to watch other than Rodgers. Like the 49ers, I, I feel like are a better story, will be a much better game. I don't know. Next year's Super or the Super Bowl this year is in Miami, which also makes me think, uh, you know, next year's college football championship is in Miami. Right. The last time Florida played in the championship was in Miami, Kyle. The, Florida's got a pretty good record in Miami. Just winning the Orange Bowl this year, yeah. beating Oklahoma. Although they're nowhere near Clemson level yet. <laughs> No, like they how, got a long way to go. How bad would Clemson beat Florida? They'd boat race them this year. It and next year but, and next year it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence coming back as a junior. I mean that's not yeah. even fair. No, it'll. I don't know if their defense will be as good. That'll. I I don't know. They, Clemson just reload, man. I don't know. They're kind of they're like how Bama was, you know. Before this year, for the the prior ten years, they just reload every year. And they're gonna be strong. Yeah, well, we'll see. There's a pretty good game right now, so over under is not hitting yet. Just to let you know. What's the over under? I think for the first half was thirty five points. Not far off. One more touchdown. 
Yeah, I think so. 70 points overall. That's, I would take the over. Would you? Life's too short, one. A wise it man is. once told me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The, the, these are the kind of games it goes under. That's exactly time, right. You'll never know. So we'll see. Um, so you're saying we got, you're going to go with the Chiefs winning the Super No, you're going no, 49ers, I'm going 49ers, 49ers over Chiefs in the Super Bowl. 49ers over Chiefs and the Tigers of LSU over the Tigers of Clemson. I'm sticking with LSU. Like it. Time is a good time for Tame Impala. Great choice. Tame Impala. Whew. You know, this year, Solid. to our fans, we're going to get some great audio equipment that's just going to blow your guys' mind. Just blow you away. Blow you away. We're coming after you. Speaking of... We're coming after it, not after you. Yeah, <laughs> not, we're not coming after you. Don't, let's, let's not be discouraged. <clears throat> Speaking of being blown away, Juan, you know who never ceases to blow me away. Coach O. Eldrick. Eldrick. Big Cat. Big Cat. Big Cat. Our fearless leader. Oh, in Tiger we trust. So, start of the golf season has occurred. JT won last week. Um, my second least favorite golfer, Cameron Smith, won in Hawaii this week. Um, local, Teddy Potter with the top 10. Shout out, Teddy. Great job. Yeah. Tiger announced he's playing in the Farmers and Genesis Open. I just, that news alone just gets me fired up. My question for you, Juan, is Tiger obviously had a fantastic 2019, what I think is fantastic 2019, finished strong at the President's Cup, super strong. What are your expectations for him in 2020? Uh, winning every major? Everyone. <laughs> Grand Slam. Yeah. Why? Love is that it. too much? Nope. It's not. It's not. Just making sure we're on the same page. Yeah. Um... Clearly, see with Tiger, I, I have tamed. This is his last ride, you know. So I got no I got to tame the expectations a little bit. Right. But and I'm still a little bit far away from any real competitive golf with him. Although he's gonna play in Torrey Pines. Yeah, that's what two yeah, weeks. A couple weeks. Not long. Um. But you got to think Augusta. Right. right? He's. Playing Augusta, winning, breaking the all-time record for major majors right. at Augusta, back to back. I mean, I'm emotionless right now, but the closer I get to it, and I really, really, you sit down and really think about it, how great would that be? I just the, I, think of the emotional I, high I, that I we were even, on. I can't even. I can't even fathom. What would happen if he breaks the record in Augusta? I'm going to party for a week straight. And it's so silly. Like, it's not even a... I feel like it shouldn't even be a thing, but it is. It is. <laughs> it is. And I can't get excited because there's just... A lot's got to happen. I don't... I mean, he could break the record before. 
And Torrey Pines, he's won eight times. And it would not shock me if he went out and won there. It, that would not be shocking at all. With the way he's played at President's Cup, he's had time off. Yeah. He can do it. I mean, and, and it would be a very fitting place. There's not many places that would be as fit, not as fitting as Augusta. Augusta would be the most fitting. But, I mean, you know, there's very few courses where you can say, all right, I would want Tiger to break the record there. Torrey Pines would be one. Yeah, that'd be a good course. He's won eight times there, I think. Eight times. What's also, I mean, I you know when he talked about you couldn't imagine Tiger winning the Masters again, what happening and like partying for a week. I think I would, besides maybe partying for a week, I think I would have to take the day off work on that Monday. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I would I would come down with the cold for sure. But <laughs> it's almost like I would want to take the day off before and like let everybody know that I'm not going to work on Monday. But then if Tiger lost, I'd be so upset. Like I would need to go to work. Oh. Not need to, because I couldn't be. I, I you could be, be at home by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> be suicide watch. Yeah. I'd be so upset. I wouldn't want to watch anything on sports. It'd be so disappointing. Like. Only if it was a, he was in the final group and loses. No, don't even, don't, stop. That, I couldn't handle it. Don't. My brain can't even comprehend him. Yeah, don't. That's, that's why I'm like, Tiger, just don't even be close on Sunday if you're not going to win. Well, if he's going to be close, he is going to win. We know this. Right, but I just, like, don't even make the cut and, and just forget about, Right, either miss the, the cut or win. <laughs> right, there's there's no in between. Right, no, I'm with you. With I'm that, with you. But that that would be. So I I've got a sorry follow up question. I know this is supposed to be lightning round quick, but follow up question that you this can be a quick answer. Who is the best golfer in the game currently, right now, in the world? In your um, opinion. I want to say Brooks, but he hasn't played in a while. Well, you kind of have to go with Brooks a little bit. Who is currently number one? Is Justin Rose still number one? No, Brooks is still, he's ranked number one in the world. I would go with Justin Thomas. He's won four tournaments in the past couple months. Yeah, uh, he's just hot right now, but it all comes down, you got to peak at the right time. Yeah, I mean, I guess... That's the beauty of the golf season, though, is that there's no, like, right. I mean, yeah, yeah there's the, the majors FedEx when you playoffs. start when you right, start with the right, majors. Right, right, right. It's for a tournament. But, I mean, it's not like you got to go on a, a hot streak. To, I mean, I guess technically the FedEx Cup, FedEx Cup playoffs you do. Um, but that's not – we don't watch golf to see who's going to win the playoffs. It's not like the college, you know, championship game that we're watching right now. You know, it's – the major, I mean, Augusta, to me, winning Augusta is a bigger deal than winning the playoffs, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's, I, I don't know. But anyway, I I think JT. Anyway, I digress. You do, you do. All right, so, um, got a baseball question for you. Okay. They're discussing um, moving the mound back in baseball mm-hmm. back two feet okay um you know why well to give the hitters a bigger advantage exactly more yeah. chicks than long ball right right 
What are your thoughts on that? I think it's dumb. I think it's if we are concerned with viewers and baseball and getting people involved, you got to speed up the game. That's what you have to do. It's not, it has nothing to do with the mound, getting more hits. It's only going to lengthen the game. Um, that puts more stress on the pitchers. You're going to change the pitchers more. You're going to have more runners on. Innings are longer. Games are longer. I think it's a poor decision. I think the trickle-down effect of that is no bueno. No bueno? No bueno. All right. Not a fan. Let's stay on the baseball train. Yeah. This Astros story is just mind-boggling to me. Uh, for those who don't know, the Astros got caught stealing signs in their uh, 2017 season. They won the World Series that year. Um, they were stealing them electronically with camera-based sign stealing. It's We're not going to get into the story, but they're stealing signs, okay? Since that time, the Astros have fired their general manager and their head coach. Overreaction, underreaction, the right amount of reaction, because I have some intense thoughts on this. But well, it is pretty intense. Um, you know, Pete Rose got banned for life for betting, um, and that was just himself. There's, they were, these people were like actively cheating and using technology to do that, and they won a World Series this way. Right. But um, I did hear the comment made that I kind of agreed of. They, I mean, they basically cheated, but the MLB suspended the manager for the entire year. Correct. Suspended him for a whole year. So, like, what good is he? I mean, if you don't have a man, it's not, like, they're, they're making an analogy of football. Like, football is, the coach really doesn't do much during game. I mean, you're missing the game, right? But... During the week, you can still practice with the team. You can still do whatever, call plays, help them with the game plan. You're just not there during game day. For as a baseball coach, I mean, it's 162 games. Right. You're there all the time. If you're not right. there, like we don't need you. See you later. Um, you're kind of w- worthless. With that being said, I, I can understand. I can see why the owner said, "I'm firing the manager. You're not there for 162 games. Why do I need you?" And you're already suspended, but I mean that's still pretty rough. Kudos to the manager or the owner of Houston just saying you're gone. But the owner even admitted the manager nor the general manager started this deal. They just didn't stop it. It was not their idea. They didn't initiate it. But that I mean, as a leader, you have to take it. That is your absolutely, and I understand that. I'm not saying they they shouldn't have. Is this is stealing signs illegal in baseball? Because I will answer that for you. No. The answer is no. So they didn't do anything illegal. And yet, it, baseball is such a bizarre sport to me. It's not, it's all these like unwritten rules. And I don't get it because they weren't doing anything illegal. It, they're, you either make them illegal or you don't. If you're not doing anything illegal, then it's not... It, they're stealing signs. It's not like they're stealing another team's playbook. You know, it's 
if you're the other team and they're stealing your signs, hide them better. Do something different. I, th- to me, this is a world... How can you hide them with a camera? It, like, do, figure camera. out a different way to give signals. I, I don't know. So it, it, it's, it's so like it, it's so 50 years ago. Like there should be a why can't we get an earpiece in? Or you know, mo, there's modern technology. There's so many different things that, that you can do. I agree, but then you go into the uh, you go into the little league syndrome of now. Why even have catchers, right? Because the catchers are essentially calling the game. But if you're not if you're game. not going to use signs. Why not just have a an earpiece, right? Like you're saying, the pitcher Correct. has an has an earpiece. Right. So now the catcher's gonna talk with them, or yeah. Well, why get rid of the catcher and have the manager do it? Just like little league or college or high school games, the catcher doesn't call anything. It is right. The, it is the coaches for sure who, who who are doing it all. No, I the mean, catcher's still. You can still make it where the catcher has to call the game. Like I don't understand what what the how, how would the catcher call the game. The exact same way it currently is. With what signs? He can say he can press a button. He can. There's a million a different button. things. Well, okay, so he has a, a glove on and a button. Sure. Why couldn't you put it on their their chest or their leg or something or their leg and or you put it like behind them or on their belt or something and you press a button. That, that is stupid. What? That is you're silly. you're asking, how is that silly? What in the pros they they call in to the. The um, quarterback's helmet, they didn't always do that. Hell, they didn't even wear helmets before. But now they do it, and it's just a part of the game. What's the difference? Baseball is 50 years behind the times. So somebody actually does something that's advanced, and they're like, nope, you cheated. You're figuring it out. You're figuring it out, everybody. You, you're too smart for us. Out of here. We're firing your ass. Like, no, that's not okay. That's pretty bad. I mean, two teams... Did it right? So the Astros and the Red Sox. Right. As well. Do you think their World Series are tainted? No. No, because they're smarter than everybody else, and they're willing to do something that nobody else is doing. No. Smarter than really. That's how companies become successful. They do things differently. What's the, the Patriots difference? did things differently, and they that's cheating. Right. So you you're equating. No, the Astros no, because the it's, no, because it's in game. It it would be like they were doing it for practices. It, they weren't doing in game. No, it'd be like okay, so we're watching the Clemson LSU game right now. It'd be like if LSU's on offense currently. If Clemson is looking over at the LSU sideline and they have cameras on them and they're figuring out their signals so they can tell their defense, what's the difference? Figure out a better way to get in the play call. Like, I, it, it's not Figure illegal. Out a better way to cheat. But it's not cheating because it's not. How is it cheating if it's not illegal? That that's where the if it's there's if, no rule that says do not steal signs. That that's your argument, right? In baseball. Correct. It's not illegal. If it's not illegal, then why is it? it, it you either make it illegal or you don't. There's no like gray area. That's not how the world works. That's that's not. I mean, that's dumb. That's it. You can't just make up rules. You're like, ah, oh, we don't like it. We don't like it. That's stupid. That's what kids do when they play games. They, like, make up rules as they go along. That's what the MLB does. Like the guy from Big Daddy that just kept on saying, I win. Because I cards. win. Right. 
to yes. replace cards. That's exactly right. It's dumb. It's it's creating an advantage. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's exactly right. I don't like it. Astros, I got do you your think, back. Do you think that coach? What about the Red Sox? What about the Red Sox? Do you think they're cheaters too? I don't know. Probably they're Boston. They, I mean, they did the same thing. Yeah, Boston's cheaters, those, though. So, sorry, Boston, you're cheaters. Houston, you're straight. They lost draft picks. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't know. I just, I, I it seems like an overreaction to me. So should we not um, let Pete Rose in? So should we let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame now? Absolutely. Yes. That is idiotic that he's not in the Hall of Fame. I'm trying to see what the... Stealing signs is not explicitly against the MLB official rules, but where the Astros cross the line is their use of technology to gain information. But they didn't do anything illegal. I guess gaining information for stealing signs is illegal. Using technology to okay. gain information. Okay. That that's the way it's illegal. Sounds like it's, illegality. I mean, you can think of it like football, right? It's not illegal for. And I watched Urban Meyer said that he would hire somebody to watch the head coach stare at the head coach the entire game. That that was their. And, and watch him how he handles with against its special teams. And any time that the head coach went and talked with the special teams, and if he did something that was like not characteristic of uncharacteristic of him, that's when they would have to get Urban Meyer, and he would know that a fake is coming. Right. Right. A fake pun or something weird on special teams, and that was the entire job of the. Um, Right. Of the grad, grad assistant. Right. Now, you could just automate that and get a camera. Sure. And, and do it. Right. So, watching somebody is not but, illegal. Okay. But okay. T- taking the camera to do it is. But you you are aware that they do that. Like, that's why they watch game film and stuff. And they do watch. But this is in-game. This, is, this was in-game that the Astros were doing. Right, yeah. like they they were they were watching watching what they're doing, and then somebody in the dugout it would relay back to the dugout, and they would make a noise with right. like a bat right. to tell them what pitches are coming. Yeah, is it shady? Absolutely, but you either have to make it illegal, or you don't. Like it's I don't See, know. I, I'm I'm turning my thing on here. It doesn't have to be so black and white, right? I, I'm, it's almost like Yes, you're going to cheat. Yes, you're going to try to do... We, we know there's cheating out there. We know that people are going to try and, and steal signs. But just don't be completely obvious and cheat. Right. Okay? You got caught. Just, you should get in trouble. You, you should, there, there should be some form of punishment. Firing these guys is an aggressive move. But that was ownership. I mean, that's not even... Right, but they baseball, suspended baseball him for said a year. Baseball said for a year. But see, yeah. That's, that's like... Yeah. That's, that's like the sheriffs or who hang out or the you know deputies that that um are there and say you know what the speed limit's 65 I know you're gonna go 70 I don't right. care right but just don't make it obvious and 
Yeah. And, and go 76 or, right. or try to do something that, that, stupid. That's, that's right. the same thing that's right. But it, it would that's exactly right. But that'd be the equivalent of instead of getting a speeding ticket, you're taking away the driver's license and the car. That that's what it is. It's a complete overreaction. And, and the major just overreacts to everything. Same thing with Pete Rose. So he gambled. So what? <laughs> so who cares? Especially now that gambling's legal everywhere. And now you're telling me that we're still not going to let him in the Hall of Fame? So what? Get over yourselves. Nobody cares. Nobody likes you anyway anymore. You might as well let it happen. Maybe people will start watching. Stupid MLB. Get out of here. Grow the game. Ugh. All right. Well, here's my other question that's a little bit lighthearted. They say that um, scientists said that there's going to be a robot now. Ooh. I like robots. That will deliver toilet paper to you when you run out, Kyle. Is this... What do you think? In the house? Yep. Does it come to your house? Yeah. Don't ask questions. This is all I know. <laughs> it's just going to deliver to you when you're out. Does, uh, I, I need Good more. Good idea? I need what, more. Do you think you would uh, use this service? I don't... Um, I feel like no. I don't know. I, this seems like overkill. This I mean, seems do you like run out of toilet version. paper uh, a lot? I don't know. No. Yeah, so you don't... Right. And if I did, I could just shout at somebody to get me some. And if I'm by myself, it doesn't matter. I'll just get up and go get some. Right. Yeah, this seems like an overreaction. This is an MLB-type scenario. Yeah. Although, the robots are going to take over. Nah, no way. What about robot umpires in baseball? Get rid of the... You, You could say that about every sport, though. You could just... Not have refs and umpires. But really, robot umpires, the strike zone, come on now. You got a strike zone that's like already there. Yeah, I. but again, this goes back to MLB. If you want to have, I, I think that helps with viewership. I think it's having that controversy there only helps. If it's going to be 100% accurate every time, you kind of lose that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, am, I, I don't know. I could be persuaded either way here. I'm on the fence. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's all I had, Kyle. There's no more. This baseball thing really. Took it out of me. It took it out of me. I got no more fight. (laughs) I got no more fight left in me. I'm all out. Let's go watch the Tigers beat the Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. We're going to see. Oh, it's very close here as they're driving here on the second half. All right. So real quick Uh, before before we get out of here. LSU is up 21-17. End uh, of the half, probably getting ready to score, looking likely. Uh, a field goal. How do you think it's going to end? The way I see it right now, I think LSU can either pull away or, or they'll just win barely. Um, all the momentum here is on LSU. I think they've kind of figured out a way. So. They hit the over in the first half, too, by the way. They did. Go Tigers. <laughs> oh, and they scored a touchdown to Randy Moss's son. It's live audio. You guys are getting it here. You guys are you hearing it, it first. 
<laughs> All right, you guys are definitely getting it to getting the news here first. So till next time. Till next time, you're still sticking with the Tigers, though, right? LSU Tigers. LSU Tigers.